Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Aberdeen Open End Fund podcast series, where we catch up with our portfolio managers from around the globe to gain some perspective on the state of the markets and the Aberdeen Open End Funds. I'm your host, Paul Blaine, Senior Director with the National Accounts Team, and today we're focusing on the Aberdeen Ultra Short Municipal Income Fund, ticker ATOIX. It's my pleasure to welcome Jonathan Mondillo, Head of Fixed Income and Lead Portfolio Manager on the Aberdeen Ultra Short Municipal Income Fund. Hi, John. It's great to see you. Hi, Paul. Thanks. Thanks for having me here today. Sure. So, John, if we could, let's start off with how the municipal markets have fared this year after the negative return that investors felt last year. Yeah, I mean, up until probably about a month, month and a half ago through the summer months, investors were probably quite pleased that their municipal bond strategies had bounced back following those historically bad returns that they saw in 2022. Uh, now, really, since the start of September, given the the backup in treasury rates and yields moving up in both treasuries as well as munis, We've given back much of that positive performance, and now both the investment grade index as well as the high yield index is at a negative total return on a year-to-date basis. So in summation, it's it's another disappointing year, uh, but again, I think one that probably presents some opportunities as well for investors. So what are your expectations for performance as we get into the fourth quarter then? Some of the sell-off that we've seen of late that's contributed to the underperformance in the asset class and the sell-off in fixed income, municipal bond funds, etc., has to do with a couple different factors, but one of which is rhetoric coming out of the Fed subsequent to the last Fed meeting being very much so on the hawkish side. So economic activity continues to beat to the upside. Uh, inflationary concerns are still front of mind at the Federal Reserve. And I think there's been a, a shift in market expectations now as a result of some of that talk coming out of the Federal Reserve that, you know, the, the fight against inflation is not yet over. And that's going to translate to higher rates for longer than what was once expected. So I think some of this sell-off, some of this market weakness and the choppiness that we saw headed into the fourth quarter is most likely to continue uh, and continue across fixed income, but certainly in munis. But I think our expectations as the quarter draws on, as we get to the latter stages or the midpoint in the fourth quarter, you're going to start to see some of the technical factors in the municipal bond market start to impact things and and really contribute to outperformance again as we get into the sort of second half of the fourth quarter. So I think investors should be taking advantage of this sell-off as it it ultimately contributes to opportunity. Uh, Given that, John, are there any areas that you find particularly attractive at the moment or perhaps worrisome? Yeah, we continue to see a number of different attractive opportunities, in particular, some of the sectors that uh, have lagged during much of the year. So sectors such as healthcare, in particular, hospital systems. Remember, you know, for the better part of the last three, three and a half years in a, in a COVID and post-COVID world, 
hospital systems have been impacted twofold. One, through decreased revenues, less patients coming in the doors, less surgeries, uh, and then two, on the cost side. So cost of overhead, and then more so cost of uh, personnel, wages, etc., have certainly ticked up as a result of pressures in the space. Some of that started to abate from what we're seeing, and the sector looks relatively attractive from a spread basis. So again, it's it's a sector that's been beaten up, we think indiscriminately, and there's a lot of opportunity there. Uh, and then probably second to healthcare would be education. Education quite similarly, right? So they saw drops off in enrollment, yet a lot of schools go to uh, remote learning throughout much of the pandemic. A lot of that's rolled off and you're starting to see enrollment tick up and thus some of these higher education systems performing quite well. Similar to hospital systems uh, from a relative value standpoint, we think there's a lot of opportunity. Thanks for that, John. Um, so if we could, I'd like to shift gears for just a second and talk about duration. Um, with both treasuries and municipal yields ticking up, how have you been thinking about duration positioning? It's one of the questions that we often get from investors, Paul. You know, when is going to be the time to extend in duration? And there's going to be a time, right? Uh, but I think that investors need to be a bit pragmatic and probably a bit cautious given some of the market backdrop, that volatility, inflation that remains sticky, and an economy that, you know, is 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 has been beating to the upside. So, you know, we've been preaching a bit of cautious in terms of extending duration. We think that investors, as they have been thus far this year, are better suited in an underweight duration position, but at the same time looking to capture excess yield or excess potential returns, uh, potentially taking more risk in terms of credit quality. Uh, which we also think has played out fairly well this year as lower investment grade names, as well as the high yield category outperforming on a year-to-date basis uh, relative to investment grade. There's going to be a time to extend, but what does higher for longer really mean? I think it gives investors optionality to stay short in duration and then pick and choose when they're going to extend. And I'm not quite sure that now's the time. Well, John, I have to say, as always, it's been great speaking with you today. Thanks very much for your time and your insights. Yeah, pleasure, Paul. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So for anyone interested in learning more about the Aberdeen Ultra Short Municipal Income Fund, ticker A-T-O-I-X, please email us at advisorservices-us at aberdeen.com, and Aberdeen is A-B-R-D-N, or give us a call at 800-485-2294. John, thanks again. This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered as an offer, investment recommendation, or solicitation 
to deal in any of the investments or products mentioned herein, and does not constitute investment research. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication, and do not necessarily reflect those of Aberdeen. The companies discussed in this podcast have been selected for illustrative purposes only, or to demonstrate our investment management style and not as an investment recommendation or indication of their future performance. The value of investments and the income from them can go down as well as up, and investors may get back less than the amount invested. Past performance is not a guide to future returns, return projections, or estimates, and provide no guarantee of future results.